it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Now they're going to throw everything at Donald Trump all at once. Looking at some of the the provisions, the accusations in this 96-page or 95-page or whatever it was indictment, on or about the 21st day of November 2020, Mark Randall Meadows sent a text message to United States Representative Scott Perry from Pennsylvania, who was on the program just the other day. Can you send me the number for the Speaker of the PA Legislature? POTUS wants to chat with them. This is an overt act of furtherance of conspiracy. That's a crime in Georgia. On or about the third day of December 2020, Donald John Trump caused caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account Real Donald Trump. Georgia hearings now on OANN. Amazing. This was an overt act of furtherance of the conspiracy. On or about the eighth day of December 2020, Michael A. Roman sent a text message to unindicted co-conspirator individual four, whose identity is known to the grand jury stated that he had spoken to Misty Hampton and asked unindicted co-conspirator individual four to get Misty Hampton to attend a hearing before the Georgia House of Representatives Government Affairs Committee on December 10th, 2020. This was an overt act, the furtherance of the conspiracy. On or about the 11th day of December 2020, David James Schaefer reserved a room, room 216 at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County, Georgia, for the December 14, 2020 meeting of Trump presidential election nominee, elector nominees in Fulton County, Georgia. This was an overt act in furtherance of the conspiracy. These are the crimes. Stacey Abrams literally started a donor-funded group called Fair the Vote or Fair Vote that sought to challenge in court the outcome of her election, one that she never conceded. She never conceded that election. She says she lost. She never conceded. Or no, I'm sorry. She says she did not become the governor, but she never said, acknowledged that she lost the election, which Jack Smith says is a crime when Donald Trump does it. All eyes at this point should be on two things, really three. Anyone remember that crazy, the crazy jury four woman who just sounded like a complete nut? We'll get into that audio. Emily Kors was her name. It might shock you, but Pennsylvania, to the best of my reading, and if someone from PA wants to correct me, does not have any restrictions on how the state's electors vote. Could come down to Pennsylvania. But the other day, while we were talking about metal law, and this is a concept I think every single one of you non-lawyers out there had better damn well wrap your head around. And some of you lawyers need to wrap your head around it because you might find yourself in a courtroom Dealing with this, this idea that something runs above or around or encompassing or transcendent to law when a handful of people in position to affect the law decide so. There's no such thing as meta law. There is the law. Now, I read to you a piece from the New York Times the other day that I didn't, I didn't do justice. And I had a long talk, like I said, with Jonathan Emmert about this, but I want you to listen to this very carefully. And the New York Times is very excited about this because the two individuals are considered are members of the Federalist Society, which is an arch-conservative organization. Headline, the conservative case emerges to disqualify Trump for role on January 6th. And it says two prominent conservative law professors have concluded 
that Donald J. Trump is in, ineligible to be president under a provision of the Constitution that bars people who've engaged in an insurrection from holding government offices. The professors, William ba Baud of the University of Chicago and Michael Stokes Paulson of the University of St. Thomas, studied the question for more than a year and detailed their findings in a long article to be published next year in the University of Pennsylvania Law Review. I'm just in time. He, meaning Baud, summarized the article's conclusion. Donald Trump cannot be president, cannot run for president, cannot become president, cannot hold office unless two-thirds of Congress decides to grant him amnesty for his conduct on January 6th. Now, they already impeached him, and he was not convicted in the Senate. The bottom line is that Donald Trump both engaged in insurrection or rebellion and gave aid or comfort to others engaging in such conduct within the original meaning of those terms as employed in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. Section 3's disqualification rule must be followed, applied, honored, obeyed, enforced, carried out by anyone whose job it is to figure out whether someone is legally qualified to office, the authors wrote. That includes election administrators. Do you hear what that says? No venue has tried. There's already been an impeachment. Donald Trump was not convicted in the United States Senate. 18 U.S.C. 2383 is a criminal statute that nobody, nobody has been convicted on. No one. So what venue, what forum, what hall of justice is Donald Trump being disqualified from? Meaning what case, what proceeding, what tribunal? The January 6th committee hearing, that was at a one-sided affair where there was no defense for President Trump. Seating two Republicans does not constitute a defense. You want to talk about shredding the Constitution, upending the Constitution? I realize Jamie Raskin will never dare set foot in a studio occupied by a conservative, an articulate conservative, not on television, not on radio, not in the podcast world. Not for a discussion like this. Because imagine the precedent it would set. If somebody could be found guilty of a crime where no trial took place. Now again, an impeachment and conviction is not a criminal trial. It is a removal from office. So that venue, that test venue has already been tried and tested. Donald Trump was not convicted in the United States Senate. Now this is where I, you know... I am very open. If I look over at the yellow bars that light up on my call screen and it says liberal or Democrat or progressive or caller hates your guts, uh, I will almost always go to that call first. I'm waiting for someone, anyone. I mean, I'm just a dumb, air fingers quote, right wing radio host. Do you sure you want to do this? Now, the people that are thinking this way, they have a battle plan. I will, I will give them that. And it probably centers on states like Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. The Democrats know they've lost Florida. Florida is not purple. Florida's red. Florida's Trump. Or DeSantis or whoever the Republican nominee is going to be. But imagine it came down to Pennsylvania. And the electors said, well... We agree with this theory. We are going to cast our ballots for Joe Biden. You could see 
secretaries of state. You know, Georgia election law was changed in 2020. Yes, by a Republican secretary of state, but not the legislative body. No provision of the Constitution would allow a secretary of state to issue a edict or ruling or rule or whatever that overrides the power of the state legislature to make the laws regarding the selection and seating of electors and how to carry out the election as an Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. Stop me when I'm incorrect. Screaming and yelling at me, making fun of me, insulting me, first of all, doesn't make you any smarter or any more knowledgeable, but also doesn't advance your argument. You want to hate on me, hate on me. I don't care. (laughs) Think I'd take any of this personally? I can assure you that I don't lay awake at night worried about the things people say on social media or in emails or on the phone. As a matter of fact, when I walk out the door here, it doesn't cross my mind until the next day. And it barely crosses my mind at all. But what's happening right now is you've got district attorneys, special counsels, indicting here, indicting there. All the while under the surface is this meta-law legal theory that Donald Trump can't even run for office because of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. This is just college professors writing a paper. But notice Jamie Raskin and other Democrats, Raskin, Schiff, Swalwell, Thompson, along with their little Republican pets, Good Lizzie, Lizzie, good Lizzie, Lizzie. Bark, bark for me. Roll over, roll over, Lizzie. Good girl. Same for weepy Adam Kinzinger. Bag, bag, bag. Good boy. Good boy, Adam Kinzinger. Who's a a good dog? They all walk around saying insurrection. Insurrection this, insurrection that. There is an insurrection statute. Then why is nobody charged with it? Why is Jack Smith not charging Donald Trump with insurrection? He's charging him with obstruction and conspiracy to commit obstruction. He's charging him with fraud. And he's charging him with a Klan statute, which is bizarre. And all of these legal experts, so-called former this and former that, led by, uh, you know, Andrew Wiseman almost sounds worse than uh, Jamie Raskin. Uh, You know, uh, Rachel... They're perfectly fine with all of these violations of DOJ regulations. So what if David Weiss is inside the government and already a U.S. attorney while being selected a special counsel? Special counsel, special counsel. Who cares if Jack Smith is using out-of-district juries, grand juries, to do the investigations that uh, that are pertinent to a case in the Southern District of Florida? And who is this judge to question these things? Who does she think she is? She's not qualified. Hey, what about the judge? Don't you talk about Chutkin. You don't ever talk about Chutkin, pal. Perfectly qualified. Wine six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. You, ha- you have to read this meta stuff. 
You have to hear what these people are saying. They're saying the quiet part out loud in certain venues. Okay, this this piece in the New York Times is not some throwaway thing. No, it's not. And the fact that states like Pennsylvania do not have restrictions on how electors vote is something you need to pay attention to. Hello, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Republicans, are you listening to me? It might not matter how you vote. And you know what? The people who say Donald Trump is destroying our democracy would be just fine with this. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.